Thank you, Leah and Maggie. Um, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to the second to last day of Third Quad. And uh, during this half week, yeah, a couple of people excited. Um, uh, before we head into spring break, um, we have uh, just two days left here. And I know where it might feel like we're uh, gathering here and feeling overwhelmed, feeling maybe uh, just exhausted. Feeling like, how in the world am I gonna get everything done before tomorrow? Um, however, uh, times like this are so good and just necessary for us to be refreshed in God's presence together and to um, remember uh, who we are in the Lord and remember who our Savior is and who and how he is with us in our midst. And so uh, we're entering into the Lenten season uh, this half week, and that's the theme and the focus as we launch into spring break. Um, that's actually going to begin us through a, a series on, on the gospel reflections once we return back from spring break. And so uh, tomorrow we have um, an Ash Wednesday service that we'll be doing here. And no matter what maybe stream or church denomination or church background you have, there's a way for us to engage and participate um, in a unified way as we seek to identify uh, with Jesus's death and resurrection uh, and, and, and recognizing our, the death to our old way. And, and how we have been set free to raise and raised to new life um, and, uh, and are, live with his power um, in us. And so uh, today, uh, as we, on Tuesdays, we are uniting around witness testimonies that encourage. We've had a pattern of having uh, students share. And uh, today we have uh, one of your very own students, Joey King, who is a junior here at Northwestern, commuter student. Um, he is enrolled in the five-year MDiv program, so he's making headway towards that. He's heavily involved at his local church, Crossroads, um, and has been serving with the youth ministry and also now just stepped into a new role as an interim campus pastor for, uh, I believe, the Egan campus. And so um, I... Uh, just been really privileged and really blessed to get to know Joey over this last year and a half or so and just to his contagious authentic passion for the Lord and so I want to invite us to lean in and just receive as we continue in worship as we hear through uh, the word and through the life and testimony of Joey so would you give a please please give a warm Northwestern welcome to Joey and, uh, would you pray uh, over him and pray for ourselves as we continue together Father, thank you so much that as we stand here, that we do so in your grace and that we do so because your throne is one of grace and that we do so because we are your sons and daughters that have been set free, that we have been transferred from the kingdom of Satan into the kingdom of your beloved son and that we belong to you and that we belong to one another. God, thank you for bringing Joey here as a part of the Northwestern community. Thank you for... Um, the way that you are moving and working and growing him and making him more like you. We pray that you fill him, that as he shares from your word and from um, testimony of your grace and redemption in his own life, I pray that it would um, help equip us to have a posture to simply receive and to invite you to do a similar work in our own lives, that you would help us to let go uh, today of anything that is hindering or weighing us down from living the abundant life that Jesus purchased for us on the cross and help us to fully embrace all that you are and all that you have given. We love you so much. And Lord, thank you for loving us first. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Justin. Hey, can we give it up for Justin? Come on. 
All right, how are we doing, Northwestern? Come on, it's, it's early, I know, I know, but hey, I'm excited, I'm excited to be here with you all this morning. Like Justin said, my name is Joey, and I am just pumped to be with you. And he already did like everything I was gonna tell you about myself, so let's just keep going. Um, so I wanna start with a story. Uh, when I was in middle school, um, I was uh, specifically seventh grade, uh, I was in this class, and this class of mine was a geology class. Uh, and so something you need to know about me, um, I hate science, like with a burning passion. I never, ever got along with science, um, and now I'm a ministry major, so you know, praise God, don't have to worry about it. Uh, got that, Janet, and I'm out of there. But um, I, I never liked science, and this class specifically was geology, which is basically like the study of rocks. I mean, come on, who wants to study rocks? If that's you, I'll pray for you. Come up, talk to me afterwards. Um, but, so I was in this class, and I remember um, the teacher looked at me, and it was like the, the test day or whatever. I don't remember what, something about rocks. Um, and we took a test, and uh, she, when she gave me back the test, she looked at me, and she's like, you didn't do very good. <laughs> and I was like, all right, hit me with it. And so I got like 50% on this test, like straight up bombed this test. And uh, I went to the teacher, I was like, hey, you think I could like retake this test? You know, the joys of middle school, get to retake test. It was awesome. Um, she said yes, and so she's like, you can do it as long as you promise to study. Uh, and so I was like, all right. Uh, so I go home that night and I was like, I'm totally gonna study. I didn't at all. Uh, and so the next day and I was like, all right, let's do it. Um, and I take the test, failed again, surprisingly. I was like, what? I thought I'd just do better. Um, but I didn't, I failed. And I looked at her, I was like, you think I could try one more time? And again, she said yes, praise God. And I was like, and she was like, you have to study this time. But I was like, okay, for sure. So I go home, I was like, this is gonna happen. I'm gonna study, I'm gonna do it. You know, seventh grade, that app, uh, uh, the running game, I forget what it's called, the running? Temple. Temple Run, that app had just come out. And so I remember I literally sat at home, just played that for like hours, for hours, and I did not study at all. I showed up again. And I failed again, <laughs> and she was like, I'm done with you. And so, yeah, so I just took the L, I failed that, that test. Um, and I share that story with you this morning because I think that a lot of times, just like I figured that if I would just keep taking the test over and over again, eventually I would do better. Eventually, like, things would just change, and I would just do better. And I think a lot of times we actually think that. We think that if we just keep doing things, if we just keep doing things over and over again, maybe eventually things will just change. And we, we do that with our own lives. We, we do that when we think about our own lives. We do things over and over and over, and then we wonder why we're still living the same life that we were living yesterday. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about the topic of freedom. And so I don't know what the thing is in your life that you, that you struggle with. I don't know what it is that, that you are, you're searching for freedom. You're asking God for freedom from. I don't know what that is. But maybe the reason that you're free is because you haven't taken any steps to actually change that. Maybe the thing for you is you struggle with lust. But instead of actually taking steps to overcome that, you're sitting on Instagram late at night looking at Instagram profiles that you know you shouldn't be looking at. And then you wonder, why am I still struggling with this? I want to be a good Christian. I want freedom from this, but you're not taking any steps. Or maybe for you, your thing is you struggle with gossiping about people. 
but you take every single opportunity to talk about someone behind their back. And then we wonder, why, why am I still struggling with this? I want to overcome this, but I just, I can't. Why am I struggling with this? It's because we're not taking steps. We're not making decisions to go, get closer to God. And so I'm going to talk about this this morning. And, and the topic, the, the, the title of my message is actually Let It Go. Straight from Frozen. Great movie. Uh, Frozen 2, I hear that's coming out. That'll be good. Um, so what do you need to let go of this morning? What is it that you need to give to God? That's the question that I want to ask you this morning is as we dive into this, what is it for you that you need to let go of? And so to talk about this, I want to look at the Bible. So uh, if you want to look at Matthew 16, um, I'm going to be reading out of the NIV, God's translation. And um, I'm kidding. Don't come at me. Um, all right. Matthew 16, verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you're trying to hang on your life, then you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. I know that's a verse that a lot of us have probably heard um, a, lot of, a lot through our lives. Um, but I think that it's important that we understand what Jesus is really saying here. Because what Jesus is saying, Jesus is saying, if you want to be free, I have the key. If you want to be free, I have the key. See, the, 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 if I could give you my sermon in one line, it's this. If you want to live as a free follower of Jesus, all you have to do is look into the eyes of Jesus and let it go. All you have to do is look into the eyes of Jesus and let it go. So what is it for you? What is it that you need to let go of? Maybe for you, you need to let go of your reputation. Maybe for you, you need to let go of some sin. Maybe for you, it's your past. Maybe it's shame. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is for you, you need to make the decision to let it go. And maybe you're sitting here and you're saying, well, I've tried everything. I've tried to, I've tried to get rid of this thing. I've tried to, to walk free from this sin. I've even tried to let go of this thing, but I, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't been able to find the freedom that I'm looking for from this thing. And maybe you're, you're sitting here saying, I've tried everything. You know, I've even, I've even tried to, to earn my freedom from God. I've even tried to earn my freedom from God. You know, I went to, I went to, I served at my church every single Sunday. I read my Bible every day. I went to all the chapels every single day, even past the requirements. Uh, I did everything to try to earn my freedom, but yet I'm still sitting here in the same bondage. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's where you're at. And if I can be honest with you, that's, that's where I was at. That's what I was doing. I was trying to, to earn this freedom from God. And, and the thing that, that, I, that the Lord spoke to me when I was trying to earn this freedom from God is, is simply this. He said, Joey, you've always been free because of the cross. And that's why I want to speak over you this morning is that you have always been free because of the cross. And you see, it's the cross that changes everything. It's the, it's the death and resurrection of Jesus that, that changes 
everything. Because when, when we identify with Jesus, when we let go of the things in our lives and, and we look into the person of Jesus, we get a new identity. We get a new name. Our stories are actually changing. You see, Jesus, Jesus is the one that it's all about. Jesus is the person that we should be looking to at all times. And I don't know what your past is. I don't know what you've done. And, and maybe that's what you're struggling with this, mor this morning. But I want to tell you that your story is not defined by what you've done. Your story is not defined by, by where you've been or who you've been with or maybe what you've smoked. Your story isn't defined by that. Your story is defined by what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. And maybe that's what you need to hear this morning. See, I believe, I believe that God wants to give you freedom. I believe the thing that you have been trying to earn, the thing that you've been striving after, the thing that you just want so desperately is actually the thing that God is trying to give you. But maybe the reason that you're not free, maybe the reason that you're still struggling in this, is not because God won't give you freedom, but because you won't receive his freedom. Maybe the reason that, that you're still living in the same bondage is simply because you won't let go because you're holding so tightly to this thing. You see, a lot of times in, in our Christian, Christian walk, is, um, what happens is, is we get so tied up on things that we've done. We get so tied up and we beat ourselves down to the pit so hard. But God is sitting there saying, I don't even remember that. I've already forgiven you of that. I already paid for that. That's what Jesus is saying every time that you stop him and say, God, don't you see what I've done? Don't you see how I've messed up? Don't you see how I've fallen short? And God is just responding and saying, I already paid for that. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're even talking about. You see, freedom, freedom is a gift. Freedom is a gift, and it's a gift that we get to choose to receive or choose to not receive. So the question really goes from what do you need to let go of to will you let God free you? The question goes from what do you need to let go of to what will you let God free you? Will you? Because the truth of the matter is, is Jesus has made a way. Jesus has made a way for you to access freedom. Freedom is available to you. Freedom is something that God paid for. He chose you as a son or daughter to be in relationship with him, and he paid the full price for you and for me, and that's, that's a special thing. See, God loves you so, so much, and his freedom, his freedom is something that, that we can't earn. It's not something that we can, can try to get even, but it's something that, that he has already given to us. That's, that's the joy of the gospel. See, the gospel, the gospel is not you trying to strive after and trying to earn things. The gospel is not you just getting a ticket to heaven. The gospel is so much more than that. And a lot of times in this 21st century America, we boil down to the gospel to say yes to Jesus and then live your life however you want. That's, that's not what the gospel says. The gospel is freedom. The gospel is relationship. See, if you're looking to, to try to get this, this, this gospel here on earth, all you have to do is, is look into the eyes of Jesus and let go. The gospel is all about surrender. 
The gospel is so much more than just saying yes to Jesus and, and continuing through your day. The gospel is, is freedom and the gospel is life change. And we boiled that gospel to so much less than it is. See, freedom is something that is, is special. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joy that we get to live in this, this freedom. And I don't know where you're at this morning. I don't know what it is that, that maybe is coming to your mind that you're struggling with. But if I could tell you this morning that, that there is so much more available, there's so much more freedom and so much more peace available than, than maybe you're currently accessing. Because the, when we surrender everything, when we give Jesus everything, when we let go of everything, you know what happens? We see the kingdom of God come on earth. We see the kingdom of God on earth. That's what happens when we surrender, when we give everything to Jesus. We begin to see the manifestation of the kingdom here on earth. And that's really what I want for you. That, that's what I want you to experience. Is I want you to experience the freedom of the gospel. But do you believe that? Do you believe that true freedom, that this freedom that maybe you're searching for, this freedom that you've been crying out for, that you've been asking God for, do you believe that that freedom is found in Jesus and letting go of the things that maybe you've been holding on to? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? So what's stopping you? What's stopping you from, from letting go of the thing that's actually been killing you? What's stopping you from, from letting go of that, that struggle, of that addiction, of that person maybe? What's stopping you? Maybe for you it's fear. I don't know what it is. But I believe that the freedom that you're searching for, the freedom that you've been praying for for years, is found in letting go. It's found in simply letting go. And that's what I want for you this morning is I want you to find that freedom. I want you to find the freedom that you've been asking God for. You might be saying, well, Joey, it can't be that simple. I've tried so hard. I've, I've struggled through this. I've stayed up at night praying and praying and praying, and, and I've struggled through this. You can't tell me that it's that simple. Yes, I can. I just did. The gospel is that simple. The gospel is ridiculously simple. The gospel that Jesus preached was ridiculously simple. Jesus came preaching the gospel, and he said, hey, come and follow me and lay down everything. That's it. That's the gospel that Jesus preached. He said, come and follow me and lay down everything. We're the ones. We're the ones. The, the church over the years are, are the ones that came along and added all this religion to it. That added all these, if you do this, then God will. If you read your Bible enough, then God will free you. Or if you go to Bible study at least three times a week, then God will love you a little bit more. Or if you show up to church on Sundays, then you're a real Christian. That's not what the gospel says. The gospel says, God gave. That's, what, that's the gospel that I read. That's what, that's what the gospel says to me. See, the heart of God, the desire of God is for you to live in freedom. It is for you to live in freedom. In Galatians 5, it's all about freedom. And it says this in verse 13. For you have been, you have been called to live in freedom. We've talked a lot. We talk a lot about calling here at Northwestern. I'm called to be a pastor. I'm called 
to the mission field. I'm called to go work in the business world. I'm called to be a doctor. I'm called to be a nurse. We talk a lot about calling. But have you ever stopped and, and actually unpacked that, this idea of what a real calling is? That at the end of the day, your calling is not what you do Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. Oh yeah, I will. <laughs> That's not your calling. Your calling is to be in relationship with Jesus. As a son or daughter in Christ, your calling is Jesus. It's to follow him every single day and to lay down everything. And Paul is saying, hey, hey, your calling is freedom. And he continues and he says this, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Freedom is not just this idea that we can do whatever we want. Freedom is this understanding that we are freed so that we can free. Because free people, free people. Free people, free people. Paul is saying that the reason that, that Jesus gave us freedom, it is for us so that we can live in that, but it's also so that we will go. So that we can go and love people like maybe we never have before. See, I believe that, that the reason that God, God calls us to be free, the reason that he says, hey, your calling is actually to live in the freedom that Christ paid for, is not just for this, this self-receiving gospel, but it's actually so that we can go and show people who Jesus is. See, if I'm a non-believer and I come into a church service and, and I just see a bunch of people who are claiming to live in this freedom, but actually at the core of it, they're living in the same bondage, in the same regret, in the same fear, in the same worry as anybody else, why would I ever want to start following Jesus? Why would I ever want to be in a relationship with Jesus if the people that are claiming to, to have received this freedom are living in the same fear and the same things every, as I would be? No one is attracted to a gospel that doesn't manifest true freedom. No one is attracted to that. See, that's why we need to live as free people. It's our calling to live as free people so that we can go into the world and go into our communities and in our schools and our friendships and actually free people. See, Paul says that, that we should use our freedom to serve one another, to serve one another. It's not to show off, it's not to brag, it's not to say, hey, look how free I am. But it's to serve one another. See, your freedom, your freedom has the potential to draw people to a relationship with Jesus. So why would anyone want to be a follower of Jesus? If the people that claim to be his followers aren't living in freedom. See, the enemy does not want you to live in the freedom that God has for you. The enemy doesn't want you to experience this freedom that I'm talking about. The enemy wants you to stay in your fear, in your, in your shame, in your past, in all of those things. Because he knows, and, and God knows, and, and I hope you know, that when you step into freedom, things will change. Things in your life will change, and, and as a result of that, people around you, their lives will change. Everything will begin to change. Because freedom changes people. You've experienced that and I've experienced that. Freedom changes people. The enemy doesn't want you to live in freedom because once you access that freedom that's actually available, 
people will start seeing that. And what's going to happen is, is you're going to start loving people. You're going to start caring for people. You're going to start actually living out the gospel. And you're going to start experiencing the true love of God in your relationships. And that is going to lead more and more people into a relationship with Jesus. And so that is why I'm asking you to let go this morning. Because I want you, I want you to experience freedom. But I believe in each and every one of you that, that you have circles of, circles of influence where people do not know Jesus. And this is an opportunity for you to show freedom in every area of your life. And that's, that's what I want for you and, and that's what I want for me. I'm not standing up here saying I'm doing this perfect. I know that there's things in my life that I struggle with. I know that there's things in my life that I need to let go of. And I know there's things in all of your lives that you need to let go of. So what is it for you this morning? What is it that you need to let go of? Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, whatever you're pursuing, Jesus is so much better. Whatever it is that you're going after, Jesus is so much better. So would you let go? Would you let go of, of that thing in your life that, that you're holding so tightly to? And would you press into Jesus? Would you do that? Because I think if you did, your, your life would change. You would experience this joy and this peace that, that Jesus offers. And so that's what I want for us as a community. Because I believe that if we as a community did this, if we let go, if we made the decision to let go, you want to know what happened? Life change. Life change would happen. It happened here at this school. It would happen in our communities, in our churches, in our friend groups. And I believe that we can see it happen all across this state and all across this nation. Jesus wants to show you what freedom looks like. And he wants to show the people in your life what freedom looks like. Because we, as the next generation, may get the opportunity to make the decision and say, yes, I believe that this is worth fighting for. We get to stand up and show people what's worth fighting for. And so what is worth fighting for to you? Is it Jesus or is it something else? Because whatever the thing is that you're struggling with, whatever that thing is that you need to let go of, my call for you this morning is to do that. To make that decision to let go. Because it'll change your life. And it'll change the lives around you. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you for this community. I thank you that you love us so much. And God, I pray uh, for every person in this room. Um, God, I pray that, that their hearts can be changed. God, that, that we can all just let go. As a community, we make the decision to let go. No matter how big or how small that thing might be, God, that we let go and just lean into your love more. God, let us be a community that surrenders everything to your feet, God, because that's where true joy is found. God, let us realize the joy that is found in surrender and the joy that is found in letting go. God, you are so good and you love us so much. God, I pray for all of us as um, we're closing up some of these quad classes. I pray that we can um, do this well and do it to your glory and honor you with everything. Um, God, I just pray for peace and joy as we head into spring break. In Jesus' name.